this Check story. It out. Once upon a time. The end. Basic story. The story, the chapter, the freaking. Um, tell me, read me a story. Read me a book. Tell me a story that I haven't heard before. I've heard every story. Tell me one. You want to hear a story? Lava story. Lava story. Lava story, story, story. The lava story. Lava story. Story, story, story. Lava story. Lived with a clown. Lived. Lived with a clown. Not a fucking thousand. The hundred years. And that, and that, and that is the story, story of story time. Anything else? Um. Oh, oh, oh story, story. Alright. This is a Cosmic Mind podcast. This week, me and Chris are going to be telling some story. All non-fiction. All non-fiction. Real life stories from real life people. Uh, I'm Chris. And my man to the left of me is Forrest. Eating a date. Um, And that intro was a reference to last week's podcast. um, Which recorded on the wrong what was it microphone input it recorded on a microphone input where there was no microphone wrong so it didn't input. catch anything um wrong input entirely you know what i think they do with dates what do you think they do with dates after eating two of them in a row i figured out how they make them sweet i think a date is just like a, like a fig right right i guess or is it a date I don't know what it is, but it's probably not naturally sweet. Anyways, tastes like maple syrup. I think they just like, like soak them in maple syrup. Really? You should try one. These are ones are really good. Try one. No, we'll <laughs> okay. You don't like dates. Story time. So we're gonna be telling all nonfiction stories. We're going to start with the story of the first time that Chris encountered a bird in, in, in the wild, in real life. The first time? Mm-hmm. Well, I guess when I hear encounter, I think it's more than just see. Yeah. And I guess my early me- earliest memory of, like, actually getting up close to a bird and being close enough to, like, like be in each other's presence you know not just from afar um i i must have been in like sometime in elementary school real early um i grew up just surrounded by woods Um, all right what's your most all right maybe not the first bird that you encountered because then you're just going searching for the memory but how about the most like potent 
early bird memory you have? Like Earliest just a potent bird, bird memory. memory. Tell me the story. Oh man, I'd have to think. Well, think. <laughs> oh wow, I guess it would have been like this noise and it was just like a woodpecker yeah i didn't know that at the time yeah and my parents like brought me to the window because i was like what's that and like we just like <laughs> saw it off in the distance going doo, 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 and then it flew to a different tree and went doo, doo, you know wow yeah. how old were you um i don't know three or four that's a that's a pretty early bird memory yeah good that was a good dig good dig for your first bird encounter potency like that and like, what about yours your first for bird bird encounter oh man first bird encounter um oh it's gonna be cruel it's gonna be cruel. <laughs> man you shouldn't have flipped it on me uh you know i grew up uh with hunting as a a really encouraged sort of thing and uh, my dad got me a bb gun you know shoot this shoot that you know squirrel hunting was uh very common around the pots bird bird uh song bird hunting a little more rare but i dabbled a bit my 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 i was about to say favorite not my favorite jesus uh my most Potent early memory is probably shooting a songbird with a BB gun, killing it, uh, being real sad, and then just burying it, and then just like knowing that I just ended a little songbird's life, dude. That was a potent moment for me in my life, you know. Wow. I didn't yeah. like that. Yeah, I didn't like I, that. I used to, um, when I was younger. I used to have like BB guns and my neighbor's parents hunted. My, my parents never um, had any guns whatsoever, but my neighbor's parents hunted. So we used to take my BB guns out and just like hunt like squirrels and birds and shit. Oh, yeah. The whole gamut, dude. I got one. I got one. Yeah. God, what a weird time yeah. that was for me. Well, that's some bird story. Speaking of birds, um, we had chickens growing up, so like every yeah, year same. we would get chickens. Um, I think, I re if I remember correctly, we would get them from my Aunt Tammy. She was a science teacher um, for 7th graders, and they would hatch chicken eggs uh, in the class, and then we'd get the chickens afterwards. Oh, nice. And, um, so that was kind of cool, but a potent sort of memory is one year we had this rooster... His name was fucking Charlie Brown. And I remember one... He was always an asshole. Charlie Brown was the dick rooster. Oh, yeah, I mean, dick typical, rooster. right? Roosters yeah. are just dicks. Yeah, um, Yeah, this asshole scratched my leg back in the day, I remember. That's sort of a potent screaming bird memory as well. But he scratched me. And uh, my dad went, uh, went ahead and killed him. And we ate him for dinner that night. And that's really potent. 
uh, I don't even know if it's potent because of uh, it happening. More just because I remember just I've been telling that story for like as long as it probably happened. Just because it was crazy at the time. So it's more just like just a part of a part of me. Our stories are a part of us. But um, chickens, yep. That rooster was a was an asshole. I never had any birds though in the house. So never really had any potent bird memories. I had a I had one yeah, um, go ahead. about a rooster as well cuz like we had always had chickens growing up. And one year like we got a bunch of chickens and I like picked one out as soon as they were like identifiable, like and like different from each other. I like yeah. picked one out and I'm like this one's Batman. And my sister was like um and probably my parents were like probably everyone was like no, you can't like name a Batman. It's a it's a girl like <laughs> and it's a and chicken. I was like I was like, no, this one's a boy. And it, like, literally ended up growing up to be a boy because it was just a, like, mishap. Wow. And, you um, proved them real wrong. That was yeah, a Batman it was, yeah, rooster. Yeah, it was, it was dope. And I was like, wow. well, at the time, I was like, well, if it's a girl, I'll name it Batwoman. It'll be fine. But mm -hmm. it ended up being a rooster. And then, yeah, he was a major asshole. What'd you guys um, do with it? Because, um, I mean, well, you don't want a rooster eventually, if you think you want like, a chicken. We just, we just kept it but eventually it just got like too rowdy like one time yeah. it ate like a toad like a pretty big toad yeah and it was just like like it like took it like like two minutes to swallow it we were outside playing and we like had to watch and my dad didn't <laughs> like that that's pretty disgusting and then um one time it like chased my sister like around the house yeah. um and uh, it like went up to like bite her and it grabbed her pants and then when it went down it pulled her pants down and she like <laughs> tripped and then my dad like took it out in the woods and killed it. Dude, like, what's up with these dads defending the honor by killing the chicken? I think that's just dad, dad joke, dad bod, dad, dad pattern. Dad pattern. Yeah. Dad pattern, man, that's crazy. Um, why'd you guys have chicken just for the eggs? Or you guys uh, eat them yeah. afterwards? Kill them and eat Eggs. them, or you just um, wait, and we did, wait till they die? We did, like, um, meat chickens one year. Yeah. Like, raise them to, like, um, be big. And um, we didn't do it any time after that, because, like, you feed them a lot. And yeah. it was just do you have too any, much work for us. Do you have any problems? We always had just uh, egg chickens, you know? Do you have any memories as a kid of uh, having to kill the chicken? Do you have any slicing um, memories? Yeah, quite a few. Um, not only just chickens, but my uncle had a farm and he would raise like pigs and cows. Really? And him and um, my dad would go half and half, pay for all the supplies, mm -hmm. the cow and a couple pigs. And then yeah. it would come over because my dad um, had been a butcher at one point. Like yeah. one of his jobs was butcher. So he knew how to like do the whole thing and it would get done in the basement. And like, I had seen it a couple times, like, yeah, wow. just like half a cow. Like. My dad was a huge hunter, so I always watched him. Well, I don't know if I always watched him. I probably thought it was a little gross at the time, but I didn't really know any different. He would always gut his deer in the basement. He'd hang it from the ceiling, the rafters, and, uh, you know, blood would be freaking dripping off of it. He'd skin it. That was the creepiest shit 
to this day, me and my brother, there's like a, a printed out like photo of me and him just like next to this skin deer hanging up and just like looking at the creepy smile on both of our faces, like being next <laughs> oh to this skinned God. animal is just like, it's, yeah. it's just golden actually. It's, it's yeah. an, it's an interesting childhood memory for sure. My neighbors always hunted the same neighbor I, um, shot animals with, um, mm. his parents hunted and they always, they would always like hang the deer just like in a tree in their front yard. Yeah. And I'd go down to play with him and like, there'd just be this like dead deer. And yeah, thinking back yeah. now, it's, it's real weird. Um, but like, yeah, I don't know. It's just a part of life. Have you yeah. heard of deer ball God? I don't know if my dad made this up. Probably not. I'm what? assuming. Say that again. <laughs> deer ball god. Deer ball god. So when you kill a deer, you're supposed to, like, if it's a buck, you're supposed to chop the balls off and hang them on a tree for the deer gods. I've never. Heard yeah, of that. it's a real main thing. Uh, I have real weird. That hunted, like, yeah, like, if you ask them about hunted, it, like, they probably hung up the deer balls deer in ball the tree. God. Deer ball god for, huh. the, for the deer gods. Yeah. Wow, that's Real cool. weird. I don't know. It must be like a, a a relic of some kind of Native American culture ripped off or something. But, um, yeah, man, hang those balls up. Get yeah. them out there. Spread those seed, boy. Get that out of there. Speaking of hunting, though, another thing that I hunted that I just want to get off my chest. Okay? I, I went frog hunting once or twice and and I killed a frog or two back in my childhood and I also yeah. ate a few worms and now that I'm thinking of it definitely pissed down anthills there's been animal abuse in my past so you gotta freaking redeem yourself for that shit you know I've, frogs ladybug my best friend as a child child used to eat ladybugs I've eaten ants those are the before. type of freaking people i'm hanging around as a kid yeah. ladybug eaters man i'm eating worms you know why i'm eating worms i've never eaten a worm i've never eaten a worm they're not bad there is a lot of animal abuse in my past um yeah. probably stopped around late elementary school though mm. you gotta get it out right. soon yeah get it out soon you know get the song few songbirds few frogs yeah, Some learn worms. How weird it feels. Learn how weird it feels to kill the small animals. Wow, that's weird reflecting on that, huh? Yeah. Uh, like humans, like when they're a kid, you know, kill some small little animals, maybe some bugs. I don't know how it is in a city. Maybe they, maybe they're killing rats or, or little, little yeah, like something like that, you know, like choking out rats rat or other rat. kids. Other kids, maybe they can't get it out. Maybe we figured it out. You throw all them kids in the city. Right, they and the they gotta get it out on each other, cause, cause there ain't no little songbirds, worms, or frogs to get it out. You know, small town living makes a wholesome. I mean, there being. are like pigeons. True, true. Mice. I'm sure there there are a lot of animals. True, there's more than enough animals that animals they can get it out on. Animals adapt to cities in really interesting ways, like like monkeys in were India. Originally, cliff birds. Say that again. Pigeons, pigeons were, were originally, originally cliff birds. Oh, what? What are the his, What's the history of pigeons? When did, weren't they brought over here? Um, I I don't. 
No, probably. I'm pretty but sure like, there was one of those. There were cities though. Before there were cities, mm-hmm. there were there were still pigeons, and they were originally like they would live on cliffs. And wow. then when the cities came around. They like were migrate and they adapted to cities and. No, skyscraper, you know, just as pretty of a view. Yep. Maybe not as many, like, larvae. And I mean a lot of people. A lot of french fries. Dropping fruit, food. True, fruits. true. That's got to be interesting, though, you know, not a f- not fresh air, though. I mean, I feel yeah. like they, uh, of anything, There's you know, them wild animals. As well, them wild yeah. animals are probably breathing that in. They probably like, damn, that's not natural. Whereas we're acclimated, we're like, this is fine. Yeah, and a bird like, probably flies over and it's like, damn, this smells like shit, you know? Because they're just used to that fresh friggin' coven, friggin' way up in the altitudes, so. Yep, and birds have an extra sense of the, um, where, what's it called? The, the electromagnetic field. The poles of, and stuff. Of the earth, and they can, like, see that shit. That's how they migrate and stuff. And Man, I imagine if I had that. That'd be, That'd be real interesting. Yeah, wow. if humans could. It's, it's interesting to that. think of like senses that aren't yours. Like it's hard to conceive of them because you try to use a sense you already have to visualize. To build it. off of it. Almost. Yeah, you're. I, I'm thinking like, oh, I'd see shit in the sky, but nope, that's seeing. Like it'd be a completely other input. And yeah, it's I hard mean, to base it off you can't really. Else. Well, smell, smell, and. Um, Nah. Taste are really similar. They're dude. They're only they're, similar because they're, 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 they're next they're to their each own other. They're thing for sure, but they are similar. You know what? But why like, I think all they're the similar? All the senses are like very different. You know why they're similar? Why? It's because of food. It's because we smell food and we taste food. We don't really listen to food. We can feel food a little bit. That's part of the food. But like, I think they're coupled so much because. Because of food. Because when we eat them, we have to have them both at the same time. Unless you got a friggin' stuffy nose. But, like, if you really think about it, what the fuck does scent and taste have in common? Nothing. Nothing, dude. I just mean, like, they are, like, I'm just saying they are connected. I agree they're connected, but but our perception of them, dude, they're totally different. So I'm saying, like... Somehow having a sense of that electromagnetic field could possibly, like it's not out of the realm of possibility, to mm-hmm. be something like another sense. Oh, I absolutely. Whether it be hearing. Yeah. Like, so it, it's not out of the realm of possibility yeah. to compare it to another sense, but it could be something completely different from any of them. I think it's as unique as they are against each other. Absolutely. That's what I think it is. I think completely. I just think. None of the senses really like when I think about it, it. Can't, can't can even compare it to each other. I think yeah. like I don't know. It's hard to. I think it'd be completely foreign to us entirely. Just like trying to explain blindness to someone who's not blind, you couldn't. You couldn't be like, or or say say someone doesn't have taste, right? And they only have smell. Like I couldn't like be like, hey. uh it tastes like it smells they'd be like that doesn't fucking help me dude like it's it doesn't really like they're not similar enough where them to even be coupled or even like similar like whatsoever senses are like yeah like almost like dimensions or like just individual bubbles that have like exploded outwards but 
that's a whole other topic entirely, senses and dimensions. Will you tell me a story, Chris? Yeah, I'll tell you a story. I just really love your uh, <laughs> sense theories and philosophies, bro. So Thank I like spoil—I'm I, not spoiling, but like teasing it a little, because it's gonna happen eventually. But we I'm will just teasing it a little. Oh, I appreciate that. And the first time I encountered it. Nature? No, not nature in general, but like being completely outside of society, like a day's walk from any road mm. or uh, anything other than one hiking trail. Like yeah. Being like way, way out there for multiple days. Yeah. Tell me um, about that. Where'd you go? Yeah. Um, we went to... Um, a stretch of the International Appalachian Trail, which is a trail that um, starts at Katahdin, where the Appalachian Trail ends, mm -hmm. and goes sideways a little and up into Canada. And we were on a stretch of that um, in the Katahdin Woods and Waters National Monument, I believe it was, um, which is right next to Baxter State Park, which is a state park in Maine. Um, and it was just middle of nowhere. Like, like there was a long, long, like, couple connections of um, dirt roads. What was it like being... So, one thing I've kind of wondered is, like, <clears throat> being around electronics, I wonder if that has an effect on, like, our physical body. Because you, you, you hear about frequencies, radio waves, and this and that shit. If you're like miles and miles out, did you feel like a sense of like... Well, yeah, that's what I'm getting to. That's what yeah. I'm getting to is like... I'm really interested. I'm just saying like um, we got out there and we were like ways away from any road, like just days out. Um, and there was just this like me and like maybe eight other people, just middle of nowhere. Like it just became immediately like within like i'd say four hours of hiking just straight um like i became like really really connected to nature like all my like anxiety just drifted away because all of my anxiety is based in like this constructed constructed like, universe and it all just drifted away and like um i was pretty depressed at the time in between these trips i did um while going to school for um outdoor recreation and tourism um um yeah i was pretty depressed but like when i got into that nature just immediately like just all that drifted away so and for like three days straight it was just gone and i wasn't thinking about that and i was writing in a journal just like constantly can i ask you a question yeah so when you go out into like nature people say that's like really really healing would you consider it more of like an escape from like the worries and the woes of normal culture or is it sort of like a healing healing those aspects and you can come come back with a sort of fresher yeah for um, sure perspective it on things felt like an altered state of consciousness i would say so, so you, you can, can bring something yeah. back from that experience yes, yes i like i would say it's an altered state of consciousness similar to meditation or dreams or psychedelic trips like mm. um it's its own thing from any of those but it is an altered state of consciousness like just being out in nature like away from society back in that like primal like 
what we were for so long just in nature constantly um, wow it's crazy small groups like it like i i could describe it like spiritually i could describe it like scientifically i just i could describe it philosophically like it's just something else like it entirely. is like i imagine how how crazy. foreign it may must be for people who like haven't even grown up in nature so like me and you both grew up in Maine, so like we're so close to the woods, we're so close to nature. Sometimes it's, I try to imagine like kids from the city like going to nature for the first time, or like just I don't know, I, going on a hike, going I out in the woods, been, you know. Born and raised in New York City, like that's crazy. Always like one like um like always took like drives up, and one like traveled like all over the fucking. Mm -hmm like world seeing like nature and cities and shit but like they saw it but they never like lived in it every day like yeah wow it's crazy i i want to imagine those people who like i've never left new york city before i've been here my whole life like i imagine how dumbfounded they may be or maybe there's a reason why they haven't left but i like to i like to imagine um them just being dumbfounded by how amazing and how foreign the forest, which is right next to just everybody. Everything, I mean, we live yeah. on the earth. We live in little blips. We live in little bubbles. In nature. It's like, wicked interesting. And we go from blip to blip, usually. We just drive uh, on the on the roads that connect those bubbles. It's wicked interesting. Um, I watch videos sometimes of, like, old people. Um, yep, that's it. Just old people. No. Um, I watch videos sometimes of old people who have never seen snow before. Like, they're 80 years old. They've never seen snow. And then they go, and then they're just, like, they have the snow in their hands, and they're just, like, crying, and they're dumbfounded. They're, like, there was this wicked cute, like, freaking elderly lady. She was probably, like, 85, 90. And she looked all, like, snuggly in her coat, and she was just holding this snow, and she was just like, oh, my God, it's really snow. And she was, like, making snowballs and throwing snowballs, and she was just, like... A little kid again so it's crazy how these new experiences which are just right next to us can make you feel like you're a kid again so yeah I feel that farther you go the better too I don't know farthest I've been is yeah I, I don't know not too far I'd say probably up north Maine somewhere is the farthest way in the woods I've been how far how far did you go when you were uh, in Maine? four day uh, canoeing trip like probably like 60 miles outside of Millinocket like mm -hmm. just like um we went on four different lakes and like hauled the canoes between each lake that's sick um, yep it was really sick it was never more than a mile though like hauling the canoes and then there was a lot of water a little bit of hiking um what did you guys bring days, for like um supplies just like fucking everything bro um we brought like cooking supplies um we brought uh, food we brought um clothes um we brought like first aid kits we brought um an emergency gps because the school like required it like an emer and an emergency like ah so this was a like school thing so no no pot uh there was pot Oh, there was pot. Yeah, because, like, our last trip, this was our trip that we did by ourselves. The first three trips were smaller with, like, our teacher, and then the last trip was us. And it was me, someone a little younger than me, 
and um, some older dude. Mm-hmm. Um, and he was okay with pot. He didn't smoke it, but he was like, before we left, we had this time where we were like planning it out. We had to like write down all the supplies and like map out the route on maps yeah. and shit, all this shit. And he like um, was talking to us on the side one day. And he was like, I, like I don't mind if you guys bring anything. Like you're good. And, like you're fucking. Like he's not in there. Like you're fucking. That's awesome. What a cool guy. And then even on the trip when the instructor was there, um, there was one morning where he had me and this other dude who was like in his in his thirties, real cool guy, like from Colorado, a veteran, like awesome guy. Um, he had us like hike. Like, it was, like, a mile down to a stream to get water and, like, fill up a bunch of water shit. And when we were down there, he was like, hey, this is going to take a while. And he pulls out a joint and lights it up. That's awesome. Fucking, you don't know. (laughs) Real fun. Yeah. (coughs) And that's surreal. Like, smoking just in the middle of nowhere is surreal. An altered state inside of an altered state. I can imagine. Speaking of altered states, I'm going to take a little break here and and, and, uh, smoke this. Oh, oh, I'm gonna, yeah, I'm gonna, um, new thing. Yep. We now have sponsors. So, um, we're gonna take a break, but you're gonna listen to us talk about some of our real cool sponsors. The Cosmic Mind Podcast is brought to you by an egg.com. That's A N E G G.com. An egg is a subscription service, kind of like uh, Blue Apron or uh, Nature Box. Uh, It sends you an egg every month in a box. Um, It's usually $10.99, but for our listeners, uh, you can use discount code COSMICMAN uh, at anegg.com for 20% off. Uh, An egg... Dot com. Uh, I've been using an egg.com for like two years now. Um, I've never used anything other than egg.com. I know a lot of people use like Blue Apron or, you know, they'll just cook their own uh, type of stuff. But I mean, if you just go to the egg.com, whip it up, they come in 15 minutes flat. I mean, you got it for yourself there. I've been using it for two years. Trust me. There's nothing, no sponsors here that I endorse that I don't personally use in my own day-to-day life. I've been using an egg.com since before we even started the podcast. Yeah, I'm I'm thrilled about it. Yep, so visit the egg.com. Visit an egg.com. An egg.com. I have them bookmarked, so I'm a little off. That's how much I love them. That's how much he loves them. An egg.com. We're back in black. Hey, thanks to our sponsors. Thank you, sponsors. Make sure to to take those seriously. Go yeah, support, seriously. support they our sponsors. Support, they support us. So you supporting them is supporting us. And them supporting us, in turn, makes us support you. It's a big circle of support. And if there's a missing link, there's missing support. We don't like that. So, they allow us to get back into the business. Because we can't talk about sponsors all day we still gotta have a podcast so my prompt for your next story is tell me about 
your first concert. Oh, wow. That's a good one, bro. That's a good prompt. I literally didn't know what I was going to say until I said concert. That is a good prompt. I didn't think about it at all. You told me to think about it, and I didn't, so I just made it up. All right, so shout out to my mother, the coolest mom in the world. Shout out Mama T if you're listening to this. You're the coolest mom ever, and she's the coolest mom ever because because she brought her seven-year-old son to concerts. Like, she was wicked cool uh, for my birthday. Uh, I believe I was like seven or eight maybe on my on my on that birthday she brought me to the state theater which uh, a lot of big shows are at and uh, at that time i'd never been to a concert before because it's my first concert that's what the story is about uh, but i'd also never really been to portland very often i was a i was a kid so i was just sort of in awe and she brought me there and i remember waiting in line it was um i think before that she would brought me to a little show at bull moose but it wasn't really a concert and we saw rustic overtones which for Mainers, they're like our musician. They're one of the most popular musicians. Yeah. Uh, they're a great band that came out of Portland, Maine. Anyways, but this was a concert. And um, it was Interpol. And uh, the opener was called Boom Bap, I believe. And I went there. Wicked, wicked loud. Kind of hurt my ears. Uh, but she brought me up there. I... I remember the opener sucked ass and i was like mom this sucks it was just like boom boom bap beam beam bap boom boom bap and that's pretty much what it that's all it sounded like and their their name was boom bap the opener sucked i remember my mom bringing me in the bathroom and i was like mom you gotta put tissues in my ears or something but uh after the opener it was cool because we weren't up front anymore um we were out back and then we listened to fucking interpol they were awesome so me and my mom were jamming i don't really remember too much because she brought me to my first concert wicked wicked early so the memories are are not crazy there but she's so cute because i remember afterwards she made like a uh, a thing for my wall where she like had a newspaper article where it said the when they were coming the band she had the tickets in there she had, oh my gosh, I forgot a cool aspect of it. Um, she got me the drumstick from the drummer. Oh, like wow. she, she told, she like, I don't know if I, I, I may have even met the drummer or something. She told them it was my birthday or something. She hooked it up and I got the drumstick from that show wow, on my cool. birthday. Holy and, shit. uh, that was part of the thing that she put on the wall. It was all framed and yeah, she's the coolest mom ever. And, uh, not too many memories from the actual show other than the opener sucking and me just thinking that my mom was the coolest person ever i remember in line actually there was two girls that were like teenagers and i remember they were looking at me thinking i was wicked cool and my mom bragging about bringing me to my first show or i don't know if i actually remember that or i remember my mom always saying that that she was telling people in line that she was the coolest but either way she is the coolest that was my first concert man and then uh, from that point on, concerts were dope. Yeah, I love concerts to this day. Still go to concerts. They're they're one of the greatest things ever. What about you, man? Thanks for that prompt. That was that was really great. First concert, uh, I do not remember the name of the band. No. Yeah, it was a um, 
And whatever you're going to say, I know it wasn't because it was like, I don't know, it was like some crazy weird band that my uncle brought me to. It was like um, Irish, like punk almost. The Dropkick Murphys? No. Is that the band that you thought I would say it was? Yeah. Was yeah, it, yeah. um, you know, I'm not even going to. Yeah, no, it. like I don't, I don't yeah. remember. They were, was it the High they, Kings? They That's from, the only other one I know. They were from Ireland. It could have been the High um, Kings. They were from Ireland, and they were, like, much older. Cause it oh, was like, it wasn't the High Kings. They were older, and it was, like, a reunion tour. Cool, like, some man. Some, crazy shit. Like, and it was, like, a band my uncle used to be really into. Um, and still was, and he brought me, and, like... Was it Everlast? Um, no, I don't think he so. He was Irish, I think. No. Um, but it was pretty dope. Um, on the way in, we saw the drummer... And then on the way out, um, we saw the singer. And my uncle, like, recognized him. And he went up to him, and he was like, Hey, it's his first concert! And no way. Like, wow, dope, dude. And they, like, How old were you? Me. I was probably, like, fourth grade. That's awesome. Yeah. How, what age is that? Fucking dope. Fourth know. grade? Fourth? Fourth yeah. age? That's awesome, man. Grade wow, four. good for you. Grade four? Fifth? Fourth? I think forward, I think uh, it's just your grade takeaway seven, right? Plus seven, your grade plus seven. Great. When do you start kindergarten? Kindergarten, no, plus. Kindergarten's like five, bro. But it's kindergarten first, it's... so it'd be plus your grade plus one for kindergarten. You start. I started in what, like five? Age plus your grade plus one. So grade, <laughs> grade four, and then kid five, and then you had to be a, uh, when did you start getting to? <laughs> no, I got into, you're going to do the math for me, because <laughs> you're the one that needs to know. Dude, you were, you were 10. Grade, you were 10, right? 10? So you start, I don't know, that, dude. That would, uh, no. Yeah, bro, I got no clue, bro. I don't, I don't. I'm sorry. I keep dragging that shit at all. I'm, I'm sorry, so, bro. No, I'm sorry. So you were, knowing. so you were a. Uh, I been, like around fourth grade, cause I remember it being around. So you were on undescribed age when you went to your first concert. Yeah. And it was an Fourth undescribed grade. band. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, bro. I don't really remember it that much. That's I awesome, it being though. Dope and meeting the freaking people, bro. Wow, wicked cool. Well, yeah, man. I don't remember it much other than that. Um, I remember. You know what? What do you remember? You know what? I remember what? something else. I remember when we were waiting for them um, to come on, I was playing on my iPod Touch. So it would have been sixth grade. Sixth grade, bro. So this is flips. This flip sixth grade. That's easier to calculate. That's just fucking what what you you graduate when you're eighteen. So eighteen minus four years of high school, and then another two years. So eighteen minus five six is twelve or eleven. Dude, you were 11, like eleven. Bro. I'm I'm calling eleven. I think you were eleven when you went to your first concert. Right on. Yeah. Wait, did you graduate um, when you were 18? So I'd like to talk about yeah, let's do that. Uh, another concert. My yeah. first concert that I really, really, really enjoyed. Tell me about it. Um, 
going to see Tribal Seeds in, uh, I would have been like probably like friggin' like 16 with my buddy, uh, Ray Chepluck. Shout out to friggin' Spunion. Find him on friggin', um, music platforms. Music platforms, bro. And it's spelled with V's. It's spelled with V's. We'll link it in the We'll link, we'll it, link in the it bio. We'll link it somewhere. Podcast. Not in the bio, that's for us. We'll link it in the something. We'll link it into the something. We'll tag him on this episode because he's a sponsor. Oh, oh. Spoilers. 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 So um yeah. Tell me about that show, Tribal Seeds. Yeah, bro. It was so freaking dope. Cause it was, it would have been my third concert, but it was the like, it was when I was like old enough to like really enjoy music, and it was the first one that I was actually like friggin' right there with yeah. the band. Like the other two were like stadium ones where I was far away, mm-hmm. like seated and, type of um, thing. The opener, oh friggin' was, uh, fear nothing band. Fear like, nothing band. Fear nothing band. Fear nothing band. Yeah, I've never heard of them. Yeah, bro, That's they were like real heavy shit. They were cool. dope. Um, and then the second opener was the Tribal Seeds um, keyboardist. He has like solo shit, mm-hmm. so he did some of that shit, and they came on, and they fucking rocked, and we fucking smoked before the show. We fucking did it all up. It was pretty dope. Damn, dude. Yep. Tribal Seeds, I, I believe I've seen them before. They're an amazing reggae band. Definitely check them out for anybody listening. Great really reggae great. vibes. Great reggae vibes. And if they're in your city, definitely they're worth the, Go worth see the show. Them. Go see them. Whatever they cost, they're worth it. Mm-hmm. I mm-hmm. stamp it with my approval stamp. Yes, sir. Eeny. Oh. Alright, but yeah, that was pretty dope, bro. Yeah, that was pretty cool. Oh. I like I like talking about shows, concert. I like talking about shows, concerts, re- relaxation. Relaxation. It's time for a story. Mm-hmm. If they think it's non-fiction, we, we could can make up stories, non-fiction. bro. Yeah. Non-fiction. Non-fiction. All right. In the beginning, we in the beginning, make up stories. Non-fiction. Non-fiction. Well, no, no. We'll just tell it, and the we'll just yeah. it'll be so. Bro, yeah. Bro, yeah. That might be copyright, though. Yeah, that was copyright. Probably. Or we could uh. Um, bro, yeah. Bro, yeah. In the beginning, yeah. That's what I'm thinking. All right. It's a real long space. From here on out, they're gonna be real. Yeah. That's what I'm thinking. Yeah. All right. Bro, yeah. There's no way they're going to think it's real. If they do. If they, they do. do. We'll edit this out. Yeah. 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 All right. You start. You start. All right. That was a horse. It was a horse. Oh, I thought. Okay, that was a horse galloping. I thought that was you clapping a little bit. Horse 
There, there once was a horse. His name was Gun. Gun was a bone. It, it was a dark Sunday. It was misty out in the big city of Cincinnati. Cincinnati. The year was 1917. Horses ran free around the whole city. Bone came to the right place because when he first pulled up, he saw her. A 6'9 stallion, white-breasted beauty of a horse. She won the race 13 years in a row. Gun was a bone. He went up. He went right up to her, and he's and the gun said this. Hi, I'm Gun. Hi, I'm Gun. What are you doing around here? Gun was Gun was ha angry that she ignored what he was saying to her. She, but finally, she turned around and gave him a look that made him feel like he was alive again. He his paws came up and he roared the following. Welcome to the town you now live in. We came here to prosper. As soon as he said prosper, a big white bee came flying down from the building tops. <laughs> the bee threatened the gun named Bone, and he said, if you come near my maiden anymore, I'll give you a sting. Well, listen now here, fella. Let me tell you this. I, a gun named Bone, tell you that if you take my lady, I will rip that stinger from your ass and stab you in the chest. The bee fluttered in fear, but it didn't back down. He, um, it, he was white before, and then he turned into a purple silver, which, if you know his native species of bee chameleon, means anger and sexual prowess. Well, the gun named Bone raises his hand and summons his namesake and transforms into an anthropomorphic gun made out of bones. Bang 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 the lady horse named Jennifer said to said this to the gun named Bone.
I'm stricken that you have killed him over me. I, I will never be with you again, Lady Pound. I will go back to my mother and father. My mother and father down in Mississippi. I will raise the cows with them. You will never be my lover. The gun named Baum. Ah, the gun named Bone. Well, now fire a bullet upon the mayor of this city, upon the sheriff of this city. And upon a child of the city. And then a gun named Bone will fly to the moon. And, and if that's not an ending, The sun never, never rose again in that in Cincinnati. All right, story time. That was my cousin. That was actually about my cousin. Can I eat that? Yeah, bro. Thanks. That, was, that one, that one. Can I just say that one makes me really sad every time, every time we talk about that. No, it's okay. It's just an emotional one. The gun named Bone. It makes me sad every time. Well, I'll cheer you up with the next story on story time. Nineteen forty-two. Detective. Named Lewis Brown discovers the case. Detective Brown solved the murder. Solved the murder all by himself. Hear it now in the news. Oh yeah, well, well all I did was all I did was look under the desk and I found the footprints. And I tracked the footprints. Hear this, detective. Now Hello, I'm not the detective, but I am the detective's partner. Um, I've never done, I've never done this before. How's this? Are you, is this an interview s story? I'm the detective's partner. That was the detective's partner speaking at a press conference just minutes ago. Not much is known about the missing detective. Next scene. The missing detective, Luke Manuk, walks down an alleyway, saddened by the murder that he had just committed 
and framed on someone else. It was the only way to take down the criminal. And now he would retire, fake his death, and get down south. I'm going to Cuba. I'm going to Cuba. I can't do this anymore. God. I've been, I've been, oh my God, there's a spider on my arm. Ah. Hi, I'm That was a close one. I hate spiders. Oh my god, there's another spider on my uh, right arm. What? a science experiment. You're the top investigator in the city. We need your help. I'm a human consciousness trapped in a spider. Please, you just killed my sister. You don't know who I am. I'm a killer. You don't know the real... No, you're the only one that can solve this and save us. There are hundreds, please. They all have families, please. I'm a scam. I, I, you know, I went to police. I went to investigative school. You know what they told me? They said, you know what they told me? No, what did they tell you? How would I know? I'm just a human consciousness trapped in a spider. They told me you'll never investigate anything ever again because because um, because of the accident that you were in we've seen your records of solving i killed them all you killed you killed them all you know how i knew where where, you you know how i knew the proof you know I'm a good man, though. I'm a good man. Going to Cuba. I need your help. I'm a person. But I can't. Alright. What's. What's. What's your problem? I'm a person. <laughs> Trapped in a spider. So? There are hundreds of us. I escaped from a lab. I can tell you. It was the. Tricom Corporation, we all volunteered for some experiment. We all signed a release. We said they said we would get a hundred dollars afterwards, and now we're all wait, 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 stop, stop, wait. You signed a release, right? Yes. Alright, I need to go to Cuba. Cutscene. I'm on the airplane. Oh, would you like a drink, sir? Mm, yes, please. Hey, have you heard of the trichome, uh, tri trichomotomy, uh, some spider trichomotomy? Tripsicom Industries? Yes, yes, have you heard of them before? Yes, we are owned by Tripsicom Industries, this airline. This airline is... Do you know what industry, the, the, what is their core industry? <coughs> Are you okay? Are you okay? <coughs> oh, excuse me, I had something in my throat there for a second. Oh, that's... Yes, we are owned by uh, Trixicom Industries. Trixicom, okay. Yes, I'll, I'd like a drink, please. Thank you. Would you like? Trixicom punch? Uh, or would you like a Trixicom cola? 
take a take a tricks a calm water, please. A tricks calm water. Yes. Doesn't smell like water. This doesn't smell like water. Well, it's a, it's a. <laughs> it, it tastes like Excuse water. Excuse me, I had another thing in my throat. <laughs> hmm. Hmm. It was really in there. Well, it's a new thing called spider water. But, but spider. Spider water? Yeah, it's water extracted from spiders. What was in the, what was in the release for this cheap, this cheap ticket to Cuba, for this fifty dollar ticket to Cuba? What was in the release form? Um, you'd have to take that up with the, with the manager of the flight when we get there. <laughs> And then I'm a spider, and he's a spider. Then, after that, he's a spider. That's a real. Story. That is a real one. That is a real one. Um. Ah, oh, that took place in forty forty two. Forty two, right? Nineteen forty two. Yeah, I think so. Wow. <laughs> Surprised we got the record of that. It was an observer, though. So these are all tr folk true. Folk, they're folk, they're folk, but they're true. They're folk tales, but they're true. They're everybody knows folk is based on true, folk true, folk true, folk true, folk true. Um, that sounds like fuck you. My favorite folk folk tale was the old Baton Rouge banger. Tell me about the Baton Rouge banger. It was a serial killer. We're sizzling down the road at 90 miles per hour. Normal guy, so it seems. But there's a head in the right passenger seat. Wah, wah, wah. It's bloody. Wah, wah, wah. 90 miles per hour in the desert. All the blood is now congealed because it's so dry. Um, the Baton Rouge Banners driving down the road at 90 miles per hour through the desert. There's a head in the passenger seat. There's a head in the passenger seat. It's so dry that the blood, the blood's congealed on the neck. So it's. There's a, a cop. The Baton Rouge banger is driving down the highway at 90 miles an hour. He's got a head and he's got a severed head in the passenger seat and a cop in the rear view. At, at 90 miles per hour. At 90 miles per hour. They've been driving down the road 20 miles. The cop's been following him at 90 miles per hour. They've traveled 90 miles. The, the severed head looks up at him and says... Hey man, we really gotta lose these guys. Bat Rouge Banner says, I know I gotta find you a body. The severed head hops up out of the seat and turns around to look at the cop. 
then falls back down. Oh man, dude, he's really close to us. Hey, listen, as long as they think I'm the Baton Rouge banger, and you're not the Baton Rouge banger, then we ain't gonna have a problem. I'll just throw you out, throw you out the window. I'll what, come. what am I gonna do if they find me? They're well, gonna either gonna put me in a lab. No, they think I'm the Baton Rouge banger. They don't care about a severed head. Exactly. They're either gonna put me in a lab, or they're gonna bury me. Wait, do you have your cell phone? If they find me. Do you have your cell phone? Yeah. Call Jerry. Tell him. Uh, oh, look, a sign. Highway 66. Tell him the Highway 66 sign, and then I'll, I'll, he'll pick you up. Look, I'll call him. Dial it with your nose. Dial it with your nose. Yeah, yeah, I'm going. Tell Jerry. I'll, I'll keep going. Drive fast. Jerry. Hey. Jerry, hey. I need your help. What? 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 Jerry. What? We need your help. Okay, what? Tell me, tell me what? Jerry. Don't. We need your help. There's a cop behind us. What do you see? What do you see? There's a cop behind us. Tell him what you see. Tell him Highway 66, sign 99. Highway 66, sign 99. Is that where I need to pick you up? There's a cop behind. <laughs> Cutscene. Head flies out the window and, and lands and hits the Highway 66 sign right dead and smack. And they keep going. And and who, the cops think the guy is a Baton Rouge banger, but he's not. And he keeps driving and, just, and he goes up to 100 miles per hour. And he's, he keeps going fast. And the cops finally put on their lights. And then they, they call in. Highway 66. We got him. He just got over 100. 100. Baton Rouge Banger is the only one who would do that. We got the Baton Rouge Banger. And he keeps going. He keeps driving. Baton Rouge Banger. To control down Highway 66. And he got his car. 40 miles an hour before backup was able to arrive. He was able to take a turn, shut off all his lights, and hide in a cornfield. The Baton Rouge banger waited two hours and picked some corn to put in his human Meanwhile, the real Baton Rouge banger was sitting next to a sign on Highway 66 waiting for Jerry, who may or may not have heard the location to come pick him up. Because the real Baton Rouge banger is the, the severed head. So Jerry comes... Oh, is that him? Wait, wh what was the, what was the voice we had going for for the severed head? What was the voice? It was like a real uppity voice. I don't remember it at all. I, don't I think it was yours. 
Yeah, it was mine. All right, here's the story, guys. I thought the freaking guy was the Baton Rouge banger, no. though. No, bro. He what? he was the fake Baton Rouge banger. The severed head was the real Baton Rouge Whoa. banger, bro. And they, yeah, so that's why he threw him out of the window, because he's like, they think I'm the real Baton Rouge banger, so I'm throwing you out the window. They don't care uh, about us. Yeah, no, they don't care. <laughs> they don't care about a severed Holy head, you shit. know? They're going to follow me. Wow. That's yeah. a twist. And, and um, that one, that one, I don't know how that one ends. That one, uh, I bought at the library. Oh, and you had to return it before you finished it. Yeah, we could go probably for the next podcast. We, I could probably go rent, go, go uh, take out the, take out the book from the library, and we could finish, finish it. Yeah. The story. That's the That'd only part I know. I'd like to know what happens to Baton, Baton Rouge Banger. The Baton Rouge banger, cause that the way that it that stopped, you know, I don't know what's gonna happen. It's kind of a cliffhanger. Yeah, that's a big. The cops know where they Who's are. Who's Jerry? Who's Jerry? Yeah. Um, Baton Rouge banger was really the severed head. How is he alive? Who's the other guy? Why do they think he's he's you know what how is long? the cop gonna find out? Yeah. Like, did the cops really know anything? How tricked? This is uh, we'll we'll learn. We'll figure it out for you guys. Um, I think this is a good time for uh, our sponsors um, to put in a quick word here. Um, so we're going to take a break um, for our sponsors. It's really important for us to uh, throw those in uh, and for you guys to support that for us. Our sponsors are all really cool companies that we actually use or what would some other adjectives be? We run. We run. We sleep. run some of the programs we, we, we sponsor. We sleep eat. on some of the stuff we sponsor. Um, bang. Yeah. Bang. We bang some bang of the stuff on. we sponsor. Yeah. No, we really run like around. it's products or services that we really truly bang friggin' up. use or appreciate. Like, Any verb you want to great stuff. And we give you discount codes that you can use to get even more discounts. It'll be Codes. great. Yep. This episode of the Cosmic Mind Podcast is brought to you by my main man, Spungin, the DJ. For all your DJ needs, for all your musical desires, hit up Spungin. Why not? We're sponsored by Spungin. He's not a fungin, he's a Spungin. What's he do? Music. What's he gonna do for you? Music. He's gonna make your eardrums flood with desire and love. He's gonna explode your mind open with sound. Pupil numbing idiot. And sick ass beat for that hip hop. So go check out Spungin on uh, Spotify, iTunes, all the music platforms. All of them. He's on there. Check out Spungin. Uh, we're going to link him down in all of where we link our stuff. Um, find him and check him out. Music brought to you by one and only Spungin. Spungin. Here's a little piece by him. So I'm just 
substitute. Ran into my girl, and we ran into another room. I chuck her in and tell her that I'll come and cut her short like what of you. Looking at my life and what is coming to it's up to you. You could live it right or you could be confused. This is for the night, how we go to sleep depressed. Now I'm happier than ever. I don't wanna go to bed. I don't know why I came here. Just know exactly what I'm gonna do. Yeah, nothing left to say except I told you. used to tell uh used to tell me and all my cousins scary stories while we were in the pool and we always were not just while we were in the pool i guess those were those are where the potent memories come from but i guess it's like a memory of stories for me but i remember her always telling scary stories thank you that's gonna be fucking gnarly she used to always tell scary stories in the pool and one of them always freaked my brother out and it was one it was called zombie blood and every time she would say zombie blood she'd be like zombie blood and uh that one wasn't really scary for me but it was wicked scary for my brother and she for years when we were all younger all she would have to say zombie blood and my brother would get scared as hell but just a wicked um wicked sweet part of my family was just Having can stories being told by my about, Tammy. Can we talk about fucking? Are we recording? Yeah. Now? Holy shit! I didn't. I'm so fucking hot. <laughs> fuck? Right oh before my. I started, you just hit a bong. Oh so. my god. Oh fuck! Wait. So this. So we're recording. Yeah, we are. All right. Sweet. I, oh my god. I didn't know we were recording. That was crazy. Just you know now, bro. All right. So right, z- I just had to process that for a second. Yeah. So what were you going to say? All right. Yeah, bro. I fucking scary stories all the fucking time around the campfire. When you were younger? When I who was, was younger. Who told them? Aunts, uncles, everyone. father, everyone on my dad's side Sco- of the family. Scary stories, huh? Always scary stories. Yeah. One really prominent one is the wedding cake house um, in Kennebunk or Kennebunkport, Maine. There's this house that is really pretty, and people say it looks like a wedding cake. Um, I kind of see it, but not really. But it's, like, right on the edge of, like, a river. Uh, It has a river behind it. And in Cub Scouts, we went canoeing on that river one time and did, like, an overnight trip. Um, And my dad made up this scary story. He would always make one up about the area we were in. Um, He made one up about the wedding cake house and... Um, it was about these hikers, um, or no, canoers that were, like, canoeing and they, like, crashed. And then, like, they, like, went ashore and, like, went up to the wedding cake house and they knocked. And there was, like, an old woman who oh, was, like, wow. baking cakes for her husband. Um, and she, like, invites them in. Um, and she's, like, just baking a lot of cakes. Like, that's her um, job. That's her business. And... She, like, brings them down to the basement. She's like, here, you can sleep here for the night. And then, like, in the morning, like, we'll get mm-hmm. we'll get you all sent off. And um, she, like, goes off and um, keeps baking cakes. 
and um, one of them, here's a chainsaw rip, just a, or no, another chainsaw rip, just like a, like trying to start a chainsaw. An engine or something. And they're like, holy fuck. And they're like, we gotta get out of here. Um, And they like get out of their sleeping bags and they start like, kind of like quickly walking towards the door and just slams open. And this old lady just comes down with a chainsaw. And, um, that's terrifying. Yeah, it was really scary. Um, uh, she comes down with a chainsaw and kills him and bakes him into the cake. And like, that's how she gets, um, her cake. Yeah. That's, um, Oh shit. You know what I forgot? Holy shit. Tell me. Um, she had really good ass red frosting. Oh, it was blood, it wasn't was it? It was blood, yeah. Yeah. I totally forgot about that part. Wow, that's a good little side nice, add on yeah. detail. Yeah. That the blood yeah, was frosting was blood. Yeah. Wow. Dude, scary stories. One that my aunt told me, I don't remember too many details, so it'll be quick, but uh was about she used to always like put them up in Maine or something. She'd be like, Up north Maine, whatever, but she she told me one about this dude that fell in a well, and um, he kept trying to climb and get out, but he couldn't. So he would just climb, and his fingernails were like falling off, and like they went to go find the guy afterwards. And on the wall, all you saw were like fingernails and blood marks of like oh, where wow. he was like trying to climb out and shit, oh, wow. and like all the rocks, like there was like claw marks and shit. Yeah, I don't know what the plot was, but that was the scary part. And that's what I remember. Very scary. Yeah, Just I his fingernails that. falling off as he's trying to climb out of a well. Oh, that's a twist. That's just twisted imagery yeah. right there for a young kid in a pool. You know yeah. what I'm saying? You know, you know, maybe piss in the pool. You know, if if a kid's gonna pee in a pool, you know, the chances are a lot higher if you tell him a scary story in a pool. Yeah. I might just poop in the pool. Poop in the pool. Shit, yeah. Auntie Tams, come on. But yeah, childhood stories, man. That shit was always good. I know uh, my parents used to read to me a little bit. Or my dad never did. But my mom, we would read together sometimes. But never really story told too much. I think I remember my dad telling me a story in bed once about a lion or some shit. But no, I don't remember too much storytelling by by my parents. My auntie Tammy was big into it, though. What about you? Um... Yeah, lots of stories camping from aunts and uncles. Um, not many of not many of them stick out in my mind as much as that one. Oh, there was this one time we were camping. It was by this river, and my dad made up this story about this insane asylum that was up the river, <laughs> and like this dude that escaped from it, and like was like going around the woods mm. looking for kids. Like, <laughs> dude, my dad's type of stories. His is like uh. We're driving down the road, and he says, deer, and he points, and then I look, and there's no deer. That's like him telling a story. That's like, Dad, that's just a story. There ain't no deer, you know? Deer? No. That's his story. Um, Mother, though, I bet she could tell a good story. She's got an imagination. You know what? Next time I see my mom, I'm going to have her tell me a story. I'm going to say, hey, right now, I'm throwing on a two-minute timer. You're going to tell me. Some imagination. Give me a little fluff. Give me a little flavor. Give me a little something, something. Maybe I'll give her a theme. 
Maybe uh ooh, that'd be an interesting thing, like a yeah. like two minute story. Like Maybe. boom, give me a two minute story. Story will be the first episode that we come back to. And it might be pretty soon. That would be I mean, that would there's be sick. a lot to story. 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 We could just have story time. Yeah, we could have story We might time. just you guys might be witnessing just sort of the, the first creations of thought of maybe a new segment we have here on the podcast oh, that yeah. just may be story time. Maybe every few episodes we'll have story time. Story time, yeah. Story time with Cosmic Mind. Story time with Cosmic Mind. Yeah, or maybe we could do Cosmic Mind yeah, with we story could do, time. We could do it as an every couple episode thing. We could do it as um, like, like a... Like a quick one story from each of us as a segment in each podcast. We could do it a couple different ways. Mm-hmm. Vacation. You ever go on vacation as a kid? You ever go to S- Switzerland, Spain, Disney World, Portugal? Um, Portugal. Yeah, we used to go camping a lot around New England, um, like upstate New York, like down to like Pennsylvania. Like Where'd you go in Pennsylvania? Um... Somewhere around like Amish country, we camped for a couple of days and then we went to like an Amish like. What did you do while you were? Oh, tell me, tell me about the Amish village. Um, they just brought us in their house and. Sh- and they were like, "This around. is what that house is like." Yeah. Walls. Yeah. Check. Yeah, walls. They friggin' got their fucking. What do they got in there? They built that, of course, but. Yeah, they. What do they, they got? Friggin' got like beds and friggin' like like cabinets and shit like anything you can like build with your hands anything bro. you can build with your hands yeah, bro, they got what do they got for cu- for uh for seating cushions <coughs> cushions they make their own cushions i don't remember bro because that, that is what i'm curious not. about because i look around i see a bunch of like stuff that was probably not made here have, i got a big bean have, bag like, or something, dude. that'd be interesting maybe hay yeah, hey. Hay. Throw a little bit of hay in your. That's probably what they did back in Amer- old America, right? Just a little yeah. hay cot, hay cots, right? Yep. That's a thing. Yep. Maybe that's what they do in Amish country, or maybe in 2019 they figured out something a little bit better. Maybe a little grass hay substitute. Throw a little bit of cocoa coir in there. Cocoa coir, yeah. A little pebbles, or because if somebody a little bit likes it, maybe a little bit firmer. Yep. Someone maybe a little bit like it, <laughs> No, I don't want to be disrespectful. I'm just really curious about like what, just what it's like, just because it's 2019 and just seeing what I have. We were we're recording on a crazy interface. The internet's the internet. I don't even have to say anything more there. So it's just, I wonder what they have for cushions. Yeah, bro. For pillows. They have good shit, bro. They like literally like they like. There's so much that you can, like, make, make yeah. Hands, like, and, like, not, like, they just don't have, like, engines and, like, newer technology and shit. True. They, like, like, they still, like, thrive. Yeah. Like, they, well, they yeah, share, I absolutely like, thrive. And shit, and they're, like, happy people. They're, like. Totally. Yeah. Just definitely, I'm, I'm yeah. I guess I'm in the real material curiosity of, like, yeah, what it's mean, like to. we grew to, up in, like this culture you know yeah it's we grew up as as part of like technology and industry i was playing little computer games when i was wicked young in the basement on this 
big hunk of computer, you know, I was playing, uh, like, uh, what was that game called? It was like, it was like this fish game. It was like a detective fish or something like that. It doesn't matter, but. Bro, I had a plug-in play, mm-hmm. and it was basically like um, an NES simulator. So like really? Nintendo games. Yeah, it had Contra, it had Mario, like had tons of shit. It had like Zelda, um, the duck shooting one. Yep, Zelda. I had yeah. the old Nintendo as a kid. Yep. We Nintendo we had Zelda games. on it. We had Duck Hunt with Me the and guns. My cousin killed it at Contra constantly. When what game is this? Over, um, Contra. It's I like don't a think I know that game. It's like a shooter. It's a platformer. It's real fun, bro. Hmm, I'll have to look it's that up. Game. For this Christmas, my brother got my dad, because we don't have that Nintendo anymore. He got him. They were selling them. They're like these mini Nintendos with all of the games yep. preloaded with a controller. Yeah, those are dope. And they made them like last year, 2018, and my dad friggin' loved it. It's got all the original games, Zelda, Pac-Man, just all of them. Wicked cool. And it's crazy to think that for Christmas he got that, and then for Christmas he got himself uh, like a virtual reality PlayStation. So just like both of them right right next to each other, and how the how much video games have changed in that span. Like he has uh, the HTC Vive, and he has oh, this wow, uh, yeah. game oh, yeah, called Beat Saber. And you yeah. put this headset on, and you have these like things in your hands. And you look like you're in like space, and you have to chop through blocks that are coming at you to music with lightsabers, and it's just, it's just incredible. And uh, virtual reality, holy frick, it's uh, it's gonna be even crazier in ten years. I can't wait. It's gonna be awesome. That's oh, yeah, all. That's gonna be it's awesome. I can't wait to just try it, experience it, see what it's Justin like. Justin Roiland, the co-creator of Rick and Morty, has a game development company that really? does VR. Yeah. That's wicked, yeah. wicked. They put out wow. a game that it was like called accounting or something. And you're like an accountant and they're like, all right, you got to go use the virtual reality helmet. And it brings you to like this crazy world and you have to like go through this crazy world and find a file and like go. And it's just like all this funny, crazy really? Justin Roiland-y stuff. Wow. I want to yeah. watch some gameplay of that. That'd yeah. be... And they're making like a full, full game because that was like a small one. They're making like a full scale game. It's crazy. Like the frontier of virtual reality is going to be insane. Oh, like yeah. just everything, movies, video games, yeah, pornography, literally like everything. Therapy, bro. Therapy. Yeah. It literally like it tricks the mind in like a way that hasn't happened before. It Like it's a new thing and it's going somewhere. You know where I want to go, dude? Where? You watch that time traveling SpongeBob episode where they go like they go to a bunch of different places in time. Do they go to the like future at one point. They go to caveman. It's like on the ground going future. Yeah, there's yeah. one where it's like it's all shiny. It's like yeah. wow, everything. But I want to go to that place where where he was in limbo, where it was all white. And like there was some I think there was some shit like floating shapes and stuff, but I want to be like in a virtual reality space where it's completely white and I could just like lay down or something and there's just like big shapes and shit in the space like big red triangles and big blue shit and i could just like like as if they were clouds in the sky and i could just sort of play with them and drag them just something sort of like i guess therapeutic almost like relaxing i guess wow now i'm thinking of like the therapeutic like 
ways that virtual reality can be used like you could yeah, use that for relaxation so like if you were to put someone in that space where they sort of like don't have a pressure to do that like i guess what i was just sort of describing that could be like a therapy for somebody yeah, it could probably be escape. used as like a physical therapy as well like wow the implications be, yeah just the amount of things that it could do is mm-hmm. just beyond what i can imagine honestly dude I hope that we're going to be telling stories about virtual realities on one of these episodes. Maybe if we're doing this in 10 years, hopefully we can tell some sick stories of like virtual reality space. Although you're not getting the brain implant, so you might, maybe not, because bringing it back. No, I, I think, know I always I mean, mention I think that. Virtual but. reality without implantation is like going somewhere yeah of course of course they're gonna be like suits and stuff i'll just i'm just not gonna be playing with you because it's gonna be like you're gonna be playing the nintendo like my dad and i'm gonna be playing the hgc vibe like my brother so that's like fine like yeah you can that's fine yeah bro and then once everyone i'm doing i'm signing up once everyone gets sucked in bro sucked in and shit starts going south i'm gonna go into the woods and just meditate that's cool bro because you know what if i get sucked in then i'm it's fine i'm dead i die whatever dude it's cool it's like it's just like you go in the woods you could get freaking eaten by a bear bro you meditate and die just be happy until you die just be happy until you're not, guys. Yeah, yeah, I guess. So just do your thing. But yeah, yeah I, I mean, respect I'm that not, opinion. I'm not disrespecting I know. I'm just, I'm hey, just listen. Saying, like, I just want to, I want us to get brain implants together. Yeah, I don't, I don't think it's like I'll do it in your sleep. I'm going to do us. it in your sleep. I don't, I don't think it would be necessary for us to both have implants. Like, there Not would be for a while. There will, there will be some. There's cross compatibility between, like, PlayStation and friggin' Steam now. Like, there's PC I know, games. I know, bro. I know. I know. Listen, I know. But maybe we'll peer pressure you into it. Maybe, <laughs> us, maybe me and the boys. You know, you'll get drunk one night. We'll bring you to the bar. We'll be like, listen, Chris. We all got the implants. I could... Click my thumb three times and be in my friggin' dojo in my virtual reality space. We could all click out right now and you'd be here at the bar. We'd still be here at the bar, but also in our dojo. So, like, alright, maybe. We'll see. I respect your opinion choices. Yeah, bro. Yeah, bro. Yeah, I kind of see it as. Oh, man. Um. Shit, I don't know, something is sort of like an attachment, you know, similar mm-hmm. to like, not in a negative way, but like drugs or alcohol or gambling, something you would like get attached to, mm-hmm. you know, not like in inherently there would be some For people sure. who don't, but like it'd be easy to, you know. Oh, absolutely. Like it's something you have to be careful with. And I am a very, very impulsive person, so I would get sucked right in. Maybe it's not bad to get sucked in. And even outside of this, like, question, like, <coughs> like, I've always just enjoyed this reality enough mm. to, like, not need something. It'll always be it. nice to come back, you know, to sort of home yeah. and familiar yeah. familiarity. Go hiking in the real world, bro. <clears throat> I'm with my, I feel like every time I'm with my dad, he makes comments about, like, how how things are so different now how when he was a kid you know 
there was no color TV and this and that. And it's just like, that's sort of how it's going to be for us. And it's and progressing quicker. even faster. Yeah. Yeah. So like his feel, like whatever potency that feeling may feel for him, I feel like like in five years, the amount of change, like I could feel the same potency of change because Think about where we were five years ago. Like, exactly. That amount of change is just as much as the change between, I don't know. So it's just, it's weird, man. I don't know. It's, that, I don't know how we're all going to do that. real, just bouncy. Yeah. I don't know. We'll see. But we'll always see. Because even then, there'll be, there'll be more. You know, even in five years when virtual reality is crazy and the dribble feels like it's crazy, it'll feel normal again. And then we'll just be, we'll be waiting for the next thing and there'll be a crazier and crazier thing. So you know what? I mean, until then, we'll see, man. I'm... I'm enjoying what's in front of me, I guess, you know, I got some dates, not, a, not like dates, but dates, fig dates, I'm going on a date with a few figs, I'm going on a date, yeah, I'll tell you that story next podcast, the date with the figs, next podcast, tune in, Cosmic Mind, Mind. Podcast, Cast. this has been the Cosmic Mind Podcast, with Forrest and with Chris. Oh, oh, oh story, story.